Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us once again on FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Chris. Along with me today is Ronaldo, and today we're going to be talking about death and taxes, as which is very apparent by Ronaldo's shirt. No, we're not. What are we? What are we covering today, Ronaldo? We are going to cover the 1998 movie Meet Joe Black with Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, or is it Sir Anthony Sir. Hopkins? Yes. Sir, Sir Anthony Hopkins. And Claire Forlani, who I remember she was in a lot of 90s movies. Um, she was like the queen of the 90s. Um, I, I had a little fun fact about Claire Forlani since you, since you brought her up. Good, good okay. giving her credits. Um, obviously, the Mallrats connection. Mallrats is uh, right. a big, big you know, reason that we're buddies. We watched that quite a bit growing up. And, uh, a lot. We had made mention of Police Academy because of last week's Spaceballs. She was in a Police Academy movie. No. Mission to Moscow. Like the Shut Police up. Academy movie that Steve Gutenberg was like, even I can't do anymore. But she was in it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, hey. What year was that? I don't know. The early 90s, 94 maybe. 94. Wow. She was in a police. Academy. <laughs> she was in a police academy movie. So okay, I, I had to make sure to, to to mention that because I thought that was great because we just brought it up last step. You know, last step. That's fantastic. That's one. great. So, yeah, we're not going to watch that either. But uh, oh. yeah, okay. Meet Joe Black. Not to be confused with Mighty Joe Young. Uh, many times when I tell people about Meet Joe Black, <laughs> ape movie, and I'm like, no, it's a different movie. This is not Mighty Joe Young. So. You know, don't get them confused. It's not a movie about a big gorilla and Charlize Theron is not in this movie. Uh, that's, that's we, do, we do have another blonde hottie, though, in Brad Pitt. So, yes! um, yeah, this, uh, I don't even know how, again, I, I like to talk about how we usually come across the film we're going to choose, but I think we were trying to mix it up a little bit and, you know, break out of the, the mold of action films and, you know, drop our machismo a little bit and get, you know, some touchy-feely moments, which there's a lot in a three-hour movie here. Yeah. Um, so if, if we want to give our listeners a bit of insight on how we pick our movies, it's, it's a really thought out process where I text Chris and ask him, what are we doing? He goes, I don't know. What are we doing? And so I throw out some movies and threw out, he threw out some movies and uh, we just say, okay, that sounds good. That's all we do. Big, long ordeal. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We whittle it down from like a six to, eh, that sounds good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think this this actually was a, a nice to mix up. I same, you know, as you recall it being good, you know, and that's kind of our been our motif lately. We're we're <laughs> oh man, I love that movie. Oh, let's, you know, yeah, and you quote and then you rewatch and go, mm-hmm, okay. Well, it's obviously a little easier to pick it apart now, a little older, a little more mature. Movies have changed quite a bit. Yep. Um but I still enjoyed this. So I, I'm um, I don't have a lot of critique really to it. I all the notes that I remember all still hit. All I, I like it still. Uh, is it perfect? No. It plays kind of like a. It's like a play, right? Yeah. It feels very much like a play. There's a lot of just single shot scenes where people are having a dialogue that's very deep with each other, um, and then there's sweeping dramatic music in the background, and then you're onto the next scene and so but it goes on for hours right the runtime is 181 minutes so that you're looking three hours in one minute yeah i mean that's counting what five minutes of credits or 10 minutes of credits so it's no i left i got up before the credits ended 
Yeah. I told it's the a usher, long movie. I told the usher to clean up after me, and I was yeah, I was out of the theater quickly, as most nerds were out of the theater before the movie even started. Back when this came out, because episode one, the Phantom Menace trailer dropped with this movie, um, so it was a huge reason why uh, it had a, a bigger opening box office weekend because Fox was smart and put it in front of this movie. And the only way you could see the preview because there was hardly internet then was go see this movie. From the notes that I got, this movie bombed at the box office. Yeah. It bombed. I think it, they spent like 90 million and only made $40 million. And I I don't remember when it came out, what month I know it 1998, November. November, So I mean, in November, people were probably still talking about Armageddon. I know I was. <laughs> so I, I, I don't remember, theaters. Yeah, I don't remember it in the theaters. You know, I never saw it in the theaters. I just I remember we probably saw it together. I don't know. Probably. I don't know when we got. I don't remember when I saw it, but I remember liking it. Um, I thought it was different. And um, I, I really like the characters in it. So once we get into it, I, I really like them. We'll pick it apart. But I don't remember it coming out. 1998, it bombed. It didn't do so well. And it is a long movie. It is three hours. And uh, just remember, Titanic is three hours. And there's a lot going on in Titanic. And this movie, there's not so much. So get ready. I thought there was only like a guy on a door and it's like, I don't know, some ship coming. I've never heard about Titanic, but whatever. This um, stupid rules. This, uh, yeah, it was inspired by Death takes a holiday i guess it's a remake of that 1934 film 1934 but, uh, classic yes, you're right yeah, yeah. classic I, I haven't seen that one so, uh, <laughs> i don't either yeah but uh, i know that movie was not three hours long i know that for a fact <laughs> did you look that up make sure yeah that... I, I made sure it was not three hours long when you have sir anthony hopkins you just have to give him a lot of time to chew the scenery that's that's it that's yeah i mean i'm not gonna say sir anthony was amazing in this movie he was good, but I think he was very limited. But for what he was supposed to do, I thought he played the part really well. It's a basic story. I don't think there's, and there's nothing. There's no real problem here. Like they they don't bury the lead. It's death hanging out with a guy who's gonna die, and so he wants to learn about life, and he hangs out with him, and then falls in love with his daughter. Yeah aforementioned Claire Forlani, who I think we were all in love with in the 90s. So She, she had a cameo in The Rock. Do you remember that? She was Sean Connery's daughter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Remember Absolutely. that? Another, yeah, an, another connection to our, our, our show already. That's yeah. genius. We haven't done uh, The Rock. That's, we haven't, that's all, we haven't but we're going to. You're right. Focus, focus, not The Rock. Okay. We can go for The Rock forever. <laughs> this is Meet Joe Black. Mighty Joe, Joe Black. Black. No, yes, no, it's no, not. No, no. sorry. Um, I, I thought Claire Forlani, Susan, and Brad Pitt, I thought they had pretty good chemistry, um, starting with, with the scene in, in, the, in the cafe in your background. Um, you know, Brad Pitt comes out as this charming as hell guy, and she's very, she's not sure. I, her she makes these faces that she's almost very cautious she like smiles and then pulls back smiles and pulls back and she's very cautious but i, I really like that scene it, it was very it wasn't a whole long um but i, I like the chemistry they had i like how charming he was and how she was kind of cautious but she really she liked the attention you know she wasn't sure about him and fun fact 
they never mention his name. He's he's unnamed in the movie. Hmm. It's Joe. We can give no. him another name. Death was Joe. Sure. Right? But the guy she met at the cafe goes They're unnamed. Right. They never he yeah. never had a name. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think the movie's well done. I we can get into details, but the director who has done, you know, at that point had done Beverly Hills Cop and uh, Midnight Run, uh, Scent of a Woman. Um, Hua. Yes. Uh, he, he, Martin Brest, he, he does a good job with this movie. Like it's, it's a well done movie. I still enjoy it. I don't think it's dated, you know, in some of the films we've watched recently feel like they're a sign of the times. This didn't really necessarily. And I think it holds up. Um, however, after this, maybe not quite right after this, but he also did go on to make Geely, which is like one of the, you know, worst reviewed films of ever. So, All right. I have a confession. I never saw Geely. It's forgettable. Is it? it it's, not, it's not as bad as everybody made it seem. I think it was like backlash against... Uh, uh, Benefleck or Benefer? Benefer. Thank you. I, was, I couldn't remember what their... Or is it... Was it Benefer or Jen... Sure. Jen Ben. Sure. The only thing I remember about that relationship was the South Park episode, which is amazing. <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, but don't. I digress. The, I don't have anything, like I said, to, to really pick apart in this movie. The beginning at first when he's hearing death answer his question, um, that carried on a little bit long. <laughs> like, How many scenes does he need to keep hearing death uh, say yes? Yes. You know, yes. Yes, yeah, the uh, answer to your question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it moves along, and it's. I think Brad, you're there for Brad Pitt. You're there for Anthony Hopkins. They do a, a great job playing off each other, and I like the dialogue, and I like the the story of you know wanting to learn more about life. Yeah, um, I'm just gonna go back to that scene in the in the cafe. Uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to talk about the accident, the, 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 you know, because you don't see it coming, right? You don't see it coming. I remember the first time I saw it, you you got these two characters who are, they're flirting with each other and it's cute in a way, you know, and they're, they're leaving and they're on the street and one's turning back and the other one's not looking, the other one's not looking, turns back and you hear Mm -hmm. the music and it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of, it's got this romance thing going on and all of a sudden you just, Brad Pitt turns around and it is one of the worst car accidents I've ever seen in a movie. He gets hit twice, not once, but twice. And it sends him flying. And I think the director does a great job of that because it's something that comes out of left field and you just do not expect it. At least in that moment, you don't expect it. Totally. Um, even watching it again, you're just like, oh, wow, right? You know it's coming, but it's just kind of like, it's, it's, it's brutal. It's yeah. brutal and, and it gets you. Um, yeah. And it kind of sets up the storyline from there. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's still shocking. And they actually do a good job panning back and forth between them looking back at each other. Right. Before you even get to him, the fact that he's standing in the middle of a New York City street, you know, with cars racing by him. Yeah. But when it happens, you're like, oh my God, I forgot. And I, I think I maybe recalled a parody. And I don't know if it was like not another team movie or whatever that got hit by a bus. And I was thinking that he was going to get hit by a bus. Like that's what I remembered in my head that he was going to get hit by a bus, but then two cars came and I, so I was still kind of surprised and yeah. it's pretty brutal for 
you have that giant scene, like you said, you know, where they just have this connection and you're like, wow, like that, that was, you could tell it was special. And then just, yeah. Eats it. Yeah. And, and if you're, I mean, if you're really watching the movie, right, if you're really watching it in, intently and, and it gets pretty intense and the director does such a good job of putting you in that moment, right? Yeah. You're in that moment with them. It's almost like you're in the middle of them and you're experiencing this moment with them. And then he just hits you out of left field with this awful accident to the yeah. point where you're just like, I, you don't even know where to go from there at that point. Yeah. Um, so great, great scene, great setup, great scene. It catches you by surprise. Um, and it's, it's brutal. Um, and then that's, like I said, that's where the story starts kind of to take place. One of the, the, the things I noticed that once uh, Joe became death, you start to think, okay, death Joe has planned this whole thing, this whole time. It's not an accident. It's not an accident that the unnamed guy, Brad Pitt at the cafe died, right? Mm-hmm. It was all part of his plan, mm-hmm. right? So I thought that was kind of selfish, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, if I was death, I'd pick Brad Pitt for my body too, so. I suppose, yeah. I mean, you can't argue with it, right? <laughs> you, you can't, no. But uh, yes, I, I hear what you're saying. He had to choose... Yeah for some but he had to choose for this guy to die in order for him to have a body so he could hang out with bill right delivers a classic line by by brad pitt where he does have that conversation with him and he's like well what happened to the the you know the the guy whose body this is he's like well i needed a body bill like right died (laughs) like yeah what do you think happened yeah and it's it's funny that the body that he took was the body that was flirting with Susan, his daughter. Yeah, now, is that a coincidence or did he know that? Do we really go that deep into the movie? Because mm-hmm. here's another weird part. When Death meets Claire at the dinner table, the first time they meet, mm-hmm. she clearly recognizes him, right? That's the sure. guy from the cafe. Yeah. But Death has no idea who she is. So then he couldn't know but he knows everybody doesn't he bingo right right it's kind of a flaw in the writing Mm -hmm. that can happen when you have like eight writers on this movie like that's how many people it was insane how many credits there were for writing yeah i mean if it's gonna be a three-hour movie get your facts straight right don't leave me hanging if you're gonna make me watch a three-hour movie (laughs) give me all the details continuity issues continuity yeah. issues you're right i didn't mm-hmm. even think about that but yeah good point he does seem to know everybody yeah. um to that point um and maybe i'm skipping too far ahead he has the conversation with the um old woman who comes in who has the caribbean accent and starts speaking to her uh back in a caribbean accent i love that scene oh i, I do too but how do you feel about him doing that accent i had no pro- i i thought it, it it's it's one of my probably my second favorite scene in the movie. Okay. And the reason I liked it was because she, she's from the islands, right? Mm-hmm. So she has this perception of who death is. Mm-hmm. How she knows it, I don't know, right? But it's mm-hmm. kind of relevant. But to her, death sounds like someone from the islands because sure. she has that, right? Mm-hmm. So death could be, death is who, whatever anybody wants him to be, mm-hmm. right? So in that moment, I thought it was really neat. I really yeah. liked it. I thought I, I love that scene. I love this. There's like there's two scenes with her with the the old lady, mm-hmm. and I love e- each one of them. I oh, love his accent. 
yeah, it's it, the first time around. It was it, a little jarring because I was, I guess, I wasn't expecting it. But yeah. yeah, now that you bring it up, actually, that that works, and that's to the point of you know wh- what they did in the beginning. Anthony Hopkins was hearing his own voice as Death um, before Brad Pitt came along, and so yeah, you're right. You know, Death kind of just embodies whatever you believe in, and right. Um, her, you're you're absolutely right. The scene where she passes on and he's there, um, she delivers. My, in my opinion, the best line in the movie where um, she said that we're mostly lonely here too. If we're lucky, we have some nice pictures to take with us. Yeah. Um, just based, and it's just so, such a good line, you know, snaps him back into place, you know, puts the universe right in the world. Like death yeah. can't stay here. Like, and it ain't great here either. You know, right. it's, it's just, it is, this is what it is. And so I loved that. And yeah, she's like the unsung hero of the movie. Uh, yeah, I liked her the, a lot. The two yeah. scenes. Great, great call out. Yeah, there's also one more one more part I want to call out where she's in pain, right? She's in pain and she goes, take me, take me now. And he says this and I, th- I, I finally caught it. And he goes, you know, basically he said, hey, this isn't my doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can't, it's, it's not your time yet, but I, I don't know any about these things. I, I just, I'm here for a job, right? Right. He's, he's kind of like the middleman. If you want to look at it this way, you have God and you have the devil and you got death who's has a job to do. Mm-hmm. He goes, Hey, it's, it's not, it's not my, it's not my problem. Right. Yeah. Right. But he made an exception because part of me thinks he started caring. Right. Mm. He made an exception for her. That's how I interpret it. Right. Um, he took her. Yeah. Right. He took her because I think, he felt her, he, he started, he's starting to feel, and it's kind of mm-hmm. neat to see that, that he's starting to have these feelings that he never thought he could have mm-hmm. as death. It's, it's so weird to think about, but that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, and it, that's what I enjoy about this movie is, you know, you're, you're walking along with death and imagining, you know, here's this entity, this, this thing, it's being, I don't know what you want to call it, but he, he doesn't have control of, you know, who, who lives or dies. He just is there to usher them to the next place. Like I'm your guide to get you to where you're going right for this life. And, yeah. and that's it. And yeah. it, I'm, I'm inevitable. Like your shirt says, uh, death and taxes. And it, it has touching moments. It definitely, um, catches me off guard in some aspects when you know there's a lot of philosophy in it you know the conversations about you know what's a a man's life worth and you know just uh you know leaving legacies and things like that i i like that it's a thinking movie but yeah it um a lot of good tidbits a lot of good dialogue just somewhere you got to cut stuff out i don't and i don't know where to cut stuff out you know the the board meeting stuff that goes back and forth, which I need to talk about Jeffrey Tambor really quick because Let's when he came it. on, when he came back, <laughs> when he came on screen. The first thing out of my wife's mouth was, is that Dr. Phil? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I said too. I'm like, that's a, that's Dr. Phil. He looks like Dr. Phil. The reason we say that is because Dr. Phil is like super popular in our household. Oh, well, I mean, everyone knows who Dr. Phil is at this point, but yeah, he looks just, it's like Dr. Phil rip him off. Like, yeah. Uh, and I thought it was great because there was a nice shout out to fantasy baseball, which we are in a league together. And he talks about being the king of his rotisserie league and, you know, Oh yeah, Joe black. I, I know that pitcher and, you know, yeah. he's a Brooklyn Dodger. And so I thought that was kind of cool. 
okay, can we just <laughs> make our way into the peanut butter scene? Because that is yeah. my favorite scene of the whole Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I freaking love the peanut butter scene. Just because it's, it's kind of like this. So he's walking around the house for the first time, right? After he tells Bill that he's, he's staying with him. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around the house and he's exploring the house and he runs into the kitchen. And the, kid, and the, the cooks are there and the main chef. And he, he's asking what they're eating or something like that. And he goes, it's peanut butter. And the chef goes, would you like to try some? And he says, yes. And he gets the spoon. And it's very artsy the way he does it, the way he you know, rolls his spoon and he licks it. And just the face he makes, his facial expressions, it's almost like a kid who, who realized what Christmas was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that scene. And then the chef tells him, or uh, he tells him, you're a peanut butter man now because he loves it so much. You're a peanut butter man now, I said. I don't know if you caught it, but on his way out of the kitchen, as he's walking past the hall, he opens his mouth kind of like, like that, like he's having such a good time. And I yeah. paused it and it's there and it's it's hilarious. That is the best scene in the whole movie. Just because Brad Pitt, he, you know, people talk about range, different ranges and they think about Johnny Depp and all these kooky characters. Mm-hmm. But I would put Johnny Depp, or uh, not Johnny Depp, um, Brad Pitt up there. He's pretty good, right? He's great. He's, he's great. Absolutely- yeah. I mean, he's, for me, he's, he's a top five actor, you know, of, of our generation, you know, growing up, he, he's been in everything from, yeah, the, you know, the good looking stud in the film of Thelma Louise to, you know, the psychopath and fight club. Like he's just, he's good. He's good in whatever yeah. you, whatever he does. And he plays that, that innocence very, very well. Like he's you, you yeah. dead on. It's just a split second that that facial expression happens in the hallway. But yeah. um you know, I, beyond that, you know, he carries the spoon around and he's still, you know, eating it when he's in his next scene with. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the pool and he puts it in his pocket or something like that. Yeah. He tries. He's like, doesn't know what to do with it. He's like, okay, I'm yeah. done. what do I, you know, I'll put it in my yeah. pocket. But, and it, uh, it's, it's, it's a strange, it's strange because it's death, right? It's the green reaper basically. Right. It, it, but he's so childlike and you yeah. almost kind of just feel this, you just you just gravitate you want to like him you know because he's experiencing all these things and he's very he's very childlike he's childlike in it and it's 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 great i love it i thoroughly enjoyed this piece this was one of those movies that i feel like were they're a vehicle for you know the actors that they put in it you know you you got a script that is good but not great and you've got dialogue that you know you need delivered in a, a really good fashion and so you get someone like brad pitt you get someone like anthony hopkins that they can you know carry the movie in that sense because there's not a lot of not a lot else going on okay um uh what did you think about the score i like the score um I liked it a lot more in the beginning of the movie than I did at the end because I feel like they overutilized it and at every scene felt like they were trying to add gravitas by doing this dramatic score, like sweeping music comes in as you're wrapping up the dialogue and like, I get it. I get it, but not everything is dramatic. Like you, if, if every scene has this, then you're starting to diminish like the, it's, you know, useful yeah. life. So yeah. And that's when I like, that's why a lot of the, well, I thought a lot of movie dragged out because mm-hmm. there's all these, these kind of like, there's supposed to be these big moments 
and the score just keeps playing and it's like okay i understand i get it i get it and i think you could have just edited it maybe 30 minutes out where it didn't have to drag on especially going into the finale sure. there's all these big scenes that are being set up right um so uh, if, i mean i i'm ready to go to the finale and because there's a lot i want to talk yeah. about and kind of want to um there's there's the reveal right the big reveal uh Clearly, Joe says something to Susan when they're dancing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He, he's he's afraid to reveal himself to her, but he does, mm-hmm. right? You think he she he does? Because yeah, I get the impression that she, he hinted at something or or told her enough that she figured it out. Yeah, he he says he, he goes. Do you know who I am? And she's very hesitant. She's almost scared to say mm-hmm. who he is. And she goes, "You're you're." You're Joe, right? And in that sense, I feel like she knew. Mm-hmm. I feel like he told her. And then you have Bill pretty much saying his goodbyes, and he mm-hmm. says goodbye to her, right? Um, and then that's when we have the, the the big finale when the whole bridge set up, which I thought it was kind of a cool idea to have a bridge, right? Because on one Crossing side of the bridge, the on one side of the bridge, you have fireworks you have a party, you have life going on. And then on the other side, we don't, it's the afterlife, mm-hmm. right? It's completely different, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird because it's not like Joe was going to take him and disappear, right? You walk over that bridge, you're going to see Bill's body. Yeah. Drop dead. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? So it's, it's, it's kind of weird that, but... I, I, I like it. I like I like the the whole bridge metaphor metaphor. I like that part. Um, so it's uh, good symbolism. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. And it's a it's a, it sets up for a nice shot. It looks awesome. Them walking together, you know, over the bridge. You know, if only the movie would have ended that way. Yeah, but it doesn't. Uh, right. Yeah. Before we get to how it does end, I'm going to cover my worst line in the movie, which is Claire Forlani delivering the. It feels like we're f- lifting off, Joe. Um, they weren't lifting <laughs> off. They were just standing there holding each other. Um, it's bad in the preview. <laughs> when I watched it in the preview, I was like, oh, God, this movie might not be as good as I remember. And it's bad in the movie. But the movie's okay. But she did have another bad line. I, I, like after they're, they're, they slept together and she looks at him and she goes, I love making love to you, Joe. Do you love making love to me? did she ask i forgot yeah she asked she asked him i mean if that was the line i actually don't recall her saying that but that yeah it's bad it's awkward it's just you know like as if she needed to prompt him like couldn't she just wait for his response i've 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 come to the end unless you want to talk anymore about the party scene uh you know he makes his rounds and everybody gets their just dessert and then uh they walk over the bridge and God, if they could just fade to black and call it a movie there, because I don't know about you. I'm, I love films that have melancholy endings, ones that you can interpret on your own. What happens next? Sure. Does she find love? Does, you know, Jeffrey Tambor take over the, the, the business cause he's not a bad guy and he's married to the daughter of, you know, Anthony Hopkins anyway, like whatever you want to take, if you want to continue that story on in your head, um, 
I don't like when they need to wrap it up in a nice neat bow um, unnecessarily when it needs right. to happen, when it should happen, when it's, you know, part of a character arc. Great. This felt very forced and not in line with what, okay. I mean, he comes back to life. What? Why? That was death's gift to her. Right. He left. He, he wanted to take her. Right. He, he yeah. wanted to right. But he knew, he finally figured out that love, love is going to cost him. Like he figured out what love was in that moment. And he said, you'll always have that moment in the cafe. Right? Mm-hmm. So, but to your point, it was kind of awkward when the unnamed Brad Pitt walks over the bridge and he acts kind of stupid. He's kind of an idiot. He's like, how did I get here? Where did I come from? Oh, hey, uh, great party. Oh, it's so great. And then she says, you know, she, she drops a line to where she goes, I wish you would have known my dad's, which, which implied that, that she knew what was going on. Yeah. Right? But Brad Pitt's character in that moment when he crosses over the bridge, he just seems like an idiot. Right. He goes, oh, you know, funny thing. I don't remember. I just I don't remember. I I was walking over the bridge and I'm at a party and here I am. So but again, to your point, that was Joe's gift to. To Susan. Yeah. And again, just just end it. Just it's like bittersweet. You like, you know, it it had to end that way anyway. You know, he was there to take Bill. He's taking Bill. He can't love her. She'll be okay. She's alive. She's pretty. She's a doctor. She's fine. Like Brad Pitt doesn't need to come back over the damn bridge and be like, oh, I'm back for you. Yeah. And clearly. She love him anyway. Right. Death. There you go. That's exactly what I was going to say. She liked the idea of the unnamed Brad Pitt. Right. But she fell in love with death. How awkward is that going to be the first time they make love? She's like, I already got this. I've already been there. Like, She's going to be like, you know what? I've made love to you and I like it. Now, do you like making love to me? Because it was <laughs> death. So I need to ask you if you like making love to me. Do you, huh? Do you, do you, do you? Get out of here. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that uh, I think puts the nice bow on a very long movie, but one that I still enjoyed. And uh, one that, like you said, if you, if you cut out, 30 minutes of this movie it's awesome like it's 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 a good movie it's great to you know revisit and watch i think it's got some good performances it's got some really heartwarming moments um but i can't watch i mean three hours my god i you, you do start to lose interest at some point because every scene is very similar it takes place in a bed in a bedroom a boardroom a you know pool room a, and they're just people talking and having dialogue and that can be fine. I think it works better in a play format where you have like an intermission and, you know, you kind of come back to it and, um, you know, they're different format, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, rating system. Rating system. Well, um, I I feel like there's only one way to go with this and we are going to do spoonfuls of peanut butter. Beautiful spoonfuls of peanut butter on a one to five. On a one to five. I think it's my turn to go first. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going right. to give this a solid four spoons of peanut butter. Four. I I still really, even though it was long, still really enjoyed it. Um, I still really like the characters. I still really enjoyed, you know, what I remembered of the movie. And it, none, of, none of it 
felt dated or out of place or you know just the the minor things that we called almost feels like nitpicking and so while it's not perfect because of the running time um i i really like it the guy the guy who made it you know martin breast knows what he's doing he makes good movies and this was a good movie it's not great it's not but it's one of those that i still fondly remember and still enjoy and so i would watch this if it was like on tv and catch you know scenes here and there but is it in my dvd collection or Nobody has this anymore. Is it in my, you know, <laughs> digital library? Uh, no, yeah. but it's it's a good one, and it's Brad Pitt, and I, I like watching that guy and just about anything. Wow, you went with a four, four straight spoons, up man. four. You, I mean, you do you do realize Armageddon? You gave Armageddon a four, right? Yeah, I rather enjoy this peanut butter. So, okay. <laughs> okay, are we allowed to give halves? Yes, absolutely. We are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, my friend. Uh, this movie, I enjoyed it. Uh, one of its fault was its running time. It does not need to be 181 minutes. It does not need to be three hours. Um, I love the characters. I, I like the chemistry. I really liked Brad Pitt's character, what he did with it. Um, and, uh, Anthony Hopkins was great in it. Uh, the ending was a little bit weird after he comes over the bridge, mm -hmm. right? Um, that was a little weird to me. It could have ended, like you said, fade to black. But overall, this movie is is really about death and life, right? I, I saw clearly Joe is death and Bill, he's life, right? He's basically life. He's, he's, he's an honorable man. Uh, he has his faults. He's achieved so much success. His family loves him. The whole world loves this guy. But, I mean, you see how his party, right? But they're there comes a point where that's not enough. That's not enough for, uh, for life. Uh, and death and life are trying to figure things out and they need to figure out how each one works. And by figuring out how each one works, they tend to better their own lives, if you want to look at it that way, right? Because you can't have life without death. And you clearly can't have death without life. So they need each other, and I sure. really like I really like that concept. Um, you really have to dig down and really think about all these things. Um, and I, I don't think you can just watch it once and get all these things. I've watched this movie several times, and that's why I can I can think about them. Um, but my rating for this is a three and a half. I liked okay. it. I really enjoyed it, um, and I suggest go watch it. And I think it takes more than one viewing to really fully understand all this stuff. It's kind of like a Christopher Nolan movie, right? You can't just watch it once. No. Um, but Christopher Nolan has better endings, I think. <laughs> he does. He does. Uh, I could, spoken from someone who just saw Tenet, it, he does. Uh, and, you know, teach their own. Uh, this is very, very much dialogue driven. You know, that's what the movie's about. And there's a lot to revisit. And you can tune it out sometimes, I think, because of the length of the movie. But, yeah. you know, those in, intimate moments that are, you know, really just one on one where death and life are talking. That's a great analogy that you, you put to the movie that when they're having those dialogues and they're they're having that battle with each other on the give and take of like you, you know you can't do this i can't do that right. you know don't take that tone with me that is the the ultimate battle between life and death throughout this movie and it um it holds up it's good it's, yeah it, i really like it and i, I agree. um i would pick out you know many many lines from this movie and say like read those lines and think about it you know really think about you know what they're saying there because there's so many good deliveries of some really really good lines about how you perceive a life lived and right and yeah. for that yeah I'm, I'm, I'm hard for man hard for hard for <laughs> solid yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, good. Like three and a half for me. It was a good movie yeah. and it, it still holds up. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. So I, I suggest, I, I, I got to recommend it. Go watch it. Um, it's really good. And I think you want, need to watch it more than just once to really understand it um, from my perspective, or maybe I'm just slow, but whatever. Yeah. I'll be interested to hear from you know our fans. And we have some. I, I had a, a loyal listener reach out and say that we may have to change the acronym of our name to... Uh, uh, F your cinema because he felt like we were, <laughs> we were uh, coming down pretty hard on face off. Uh, you know, it's a big fan. I said, I, I asked the question, when's the last time you watched it? And he hadn't watched it recently. So I said, do yourself a favor, watch it again, then come yeah. talk to us because we yeah. are feel, we feel the same way, but you yeah. Know, we're and, not trying to F on any cinema, just more, you know, guys, we we're, we're movie lovers, right? We love movies and we like rewatching them. And, and sometimes we don't want to have a bad review or a bad outcome, but we got, we're doing it. We're, we're going back and we're reviewing it. We're going through memory lane. And I, like I said, some things hold up and some things don't hold up. Meet Joe Black holds up. I liked it. Holds up. I agree. Um, for, for the first time in FYC history, we actually do have our movie picked out for next week. So um, not going to bury the lead here. And I'm going to tell everybody that we'll have some special guests on. The rest of the Russo clan will be joining us. Uh, Ronaldo's younger brothers who run the PTW pod, the part-time wrestling pod, which we both had the pleasure of being a guest on. Um, they're going to join us for a little roundtable discussion on the Demolition Man Um I'm very excited for this. I have really good memories of Demolition Man, Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. So I hope my brothers don't bash it either. They might. Who knows? Those guys are crazy. But if you're into wrestling, go listen to their podcast. Yes. Check it out. It's very entertaining. They cover everything from specific wrestlers to specific matches. Um, And I think they're doing some Halloween theme ones right now since we're in spooky season. And I mean, hey, look at us. We did a spooky movie too. It's about death. So good on us um <laughs> yeah yeah so their podcast is called part-time wrestling and you can find them on anchor uh and i think they're live on itunes now which we're also live on itunes all right i think that uh that concludes that is the death of this show um this man, you and your puns at the end i know i'm Our trying baseballs were trying. deflated that is the death of, i like them i really do keep, keep them coming <laughs> yeah, i'm keep trying them coming. i'm trying to get entertain myself somehow well, thank you everybody for watching, tuning in, listening, however you're uh, partaking in this beautiful show. And uh, I've been Chris, this is Ronaldo, and for your consideration film review, we'll see you next time. We'll see you guys later. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Later. <laughs>